Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. is the phone number here. That's 603-283-6160. And I just would like to let you know that Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. Tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? You can live your life on Dash with bitrefill.com, where you can buy gift cards from big retailers, including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. And with you in the studio tonight, well, there are only two of us in the studio tonight. With you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. And nobody. And then I remotely. I just dashed in. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and then remotely. At Mark Edge in Florida. So... The first thing I want to tell the audience about is that people, conspiracy theorists, are scared that the world is ending. So I figured I'm I should. I wasn't scared of this at all. <laughs> Apparently, AT and T is down, and that means the world is ending. AT and T didn't know. I didn't have any issues today, and I have AT and T, so i don't really know it seemed to be concentrated in some in certain areas so you heard about this and yeah one of the problem or one of the things that concerned people is that one of those areas was uh texas hmm. and uh texas has been in conflict with the federal government of late and so one of the things that the government will predictably do if and when uh, they decide to kill a whole bunch of Americans is shut down phone service. Hmm. So that's one of the reasons that people are concerned. It could be the first sign of the boogaloo, but it could also be the computer version of the uh, of the uh, Hong Kong flu. Okay, so I was thinking people were saying more like, "Oh, it's a solar flare." I'm I'm really tired of the solar flare end of the world <laughs> theories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, my favorite solar flare end of the world theory is that uh, is that uh, basically the variations in climate are driven more by the uh, by different levels of sun activity, yeah. um, and uh, and that therefore the world is not ending. Um. <laughs> Honestly, it's been such a nice winter this winter in New Hampshire. That I really hope that global warming is real. Oh, yeah. By, yeah, by nice, you mean warm. Yes. <laughs> by nice, I mean 30s. Yeah. yeah, and when you think about it, I mean, sure, we would lose some land by the equator, 
uh, some beachfront property would would become you know Sea Lab and more. And some, I have uh, some of that beachfront <laughs> property that you're so cavalierly talking about. Let's yeah. get rid of it. But you know that that kind of thing happens. What we get in return for that is Alaska and Siberia, yeah, and all the places that you can't farm now become habitable. Yeah, and, Alaska uh, would be awesome. It takes away one of my favorite jokes because I always used to say that it was a tribute to the human spirit that we'd managed to occupy not only the entire habitable surface of the globe but also Canada. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw today that the most expensive property in the world right now is a $300 million house that is literally just on the edge of like a peninsula looking thing in Florida. But we would mm-hmm. we would gain Mark Edge in New Hampshire if all of the beachfront property in Florida melted. I mean, it might. went underwater. I guess it uh-huh. doesn't melt. Well, yeah. And the, the thing is, we're talking about something that might happen over the course of 300 years. So considering that the FBI might drive a tank into my house again tomorrow, I can't worry about 300 years from now. I've got bigger fish to fry. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So I don't own a house in Florida. I don't own any houses in the United States. The concern I have is that Anytime the IRS can just say, hey, you owe us money. I recently witnessed a trial where a man that I know very well who did not evade taxes was found guilty of evading taxes four times. And I I have no faith, zero faith in the United States jury system Mm -hmm. to protect me from the slings and arrows of evil tax collectors. So, no, I will not own property in the U.S. If I come back to New Hampshire, I will do it by renting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and really renting is the safest way to go. Renting from somebody who's uh, politically popular. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who has pull with the government and, uh, you know, might be able to keep them off or at least keep them from knocking his house down in the process of taking you. That's a good point. Um, (laughs) If you are renting from some super status, then you're at least Mm -hmm. safe from the government bombing your house, most likely. Unless they just say, oh, yeah, I don't care about that property. You can bomb it. Yeah. And then the feds get permission. I rented from a city councilman when I when I first moved in into Keene, and uh, he would joke with me about how, oh yeah, every time I come here to fix something, I go home and my wife says I smell like weed. Wow! And, uh, <laughs> as long as I care. lived there, the police never messed with me. Hmm. I'm surprised he didn't care. I don't know. I just yeah. like imagine like a landlord being like, it smells like weed on my property. I don't. Know. Yeah, he knew we were snakes when he picked us up. Hmm. <laughs> he liked money. We yeah. had it. That makes and, sense. And, you know, we were living in, in like, uh, the closest thing Keen has to offer to a ghetto, except for the place I'm living now. Hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. So I guess he didn't really, he didn't, like, care if it smelled like weed. It's not like there's some No, he wanted to get fence. paid every month hmm. on time. And we <laughs> provided that. And he liked us. Nice. Uh, you know, he said... Uh, he said, uh, he, he came, I, I accidentally broke a window pane. Hmm. Um, I, I, I won't say how, because I 
I'll take the fifth on that. But uh, <laughs> but I accidentally broke a window pane, and uh, and when he was done fixing it, I pulled a lot of money out of my pocket, and I said, how much do I owe you? And he said, I've never had a tenant do that before. I've always had to be like, you need to pay me for this. Hmm. Nobody just pulls out their money and says, how much do I owe you? <laughs> I would hope that's more of the way a libertarian renter would uh, treat you know their tenants i mean their landlord yeah i mean we're in in general i i think that's i think that's the case there are there are obviously bad apples in every in in every uh what what is it what is a bad apple spoil bunch oh okay i was thinking (laughs) bushel or something but yeah it's bunch but but every bunch has some bad apples in it Hmm. Um and and some really good apples in it, mostly fair to midland apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what I would recommend is no matter who you're rent- renting to or renting from, is have a good good contract because ultimately good tr- contracts make good neighbors. I think that's the case, and and it's good to have a capuzzo too. Hmm. You know, a bodyguard. I, uh, yeah, well, Capuzzo was was kind of my security guy. Most of my customers when I was selling weed were juggalos, so I I hired the the biggest alpha juggalo that all the other juggalos respected to be my security guy. Is that an ICP lover? I mean, yes. ICP. So yeah. ICP is insane, insane clown posse. Yes, the band. Yeah, they're, um, they're kind of the modern answer to the Grateful Dead. But uh, but the great thing about hiring modern? this guy is like that is that all my customers loved him, so he never had to do anything, and and that's what the Taoists mean when they talk about doing without doing. Wow, nice. <laughs> Sometimes Taoism is like means nothing to me it goes in my brain and right out the other but that one actually made sense yeah well it it takes it it takes a little a little thought and and it it can't the the problem with it is is it can't be uh well the first words of the Tao Te Ching are um of course it was written in chinese is usually translated as the way which can be spoken is not the true way oh i love that um That's but i, but I actually it better preserves the pun in the original uh chinese if you translate it is as the way which can be weighed is not the true way nice. um <laughs> i think that about the well, Bible while now, you're uh, expounding philosophically, the insane clown posse has Juggalo Weekend starts tomorrow. Uh, uh, they're a natural people. constituency for us, actually. Us libertarians? Yes. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. No, they're not libertarian for the most part. They've they creep got, me out. They've got their own ethic. They can be creepy, but they've got this this myth that runs through the society of Juggalo Island. Okay, and Juggalo Island is someday some rich Juggalo is going to buy himself an island and all the Juggalos are going to go live there and be one big happy family. Now, how happy they would be, I don't know. Um, you know, I have an idea. But, but the thing is, well, I mean, they've they they they've got their own way of doing things, and it works for them. And as a former deadhead, I I can respect that. Sometimes, oh my gosh. the the thing about a community like that is the the solutions they come up with won't necessarily work for everybody. 
but they don't have to because not everybody wants to live on Juggalo Island in the first place. If you get so, Mark into this band, you're about to fulfill a prophecy. Yeah. So well, basically, their album appears the to be one chance what they have is a goon to a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> the the one thing that they have, uh, the one chance that they have of having Juggalo Island and having their dream of being free to do it their way is anarchy. Hmm. Because within anarchy, there can be pockets of whatever system you want there to be. There can be city-states. There can be juggalo islands. There can be, you know, big, big hunks of land with free-range deadheads uh, on it, which I wouldn't necessarily want to live there, but I'd, I'd go hear the cover bands on the weekend. You know? Well, that's what we've got now, Rich. We have a system in which... Other systems exist. Uh, but the, the problem is that our system violently oppresses anybody who doesn't conform. And that is the, the difference. Like the socialist, I, 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 there, I, I, there was a socialist math professor at the University of Michigan, and I finally talked him into becoming a libertarian not because he changed his ideals but i convinced him that no socialist government would let him run his commune the way he wanted to run it and we would Hmm. (laughs) nice yeah and and that's the thing that was that was my whole reason uh that that i determined that capitalism had to be the right answer because you can have socialism within capitalism, but you can't voluntary socialism, but you yep. can't have capitalism within socialism So because socialism is totalitarian. Let's take down Mark's whole entire thesis and argument that he's been talking about recently. I need your help, nobody. I haven't heard it. So. so, Mark, basically tell him about how you think that taxation is not theft anymore. Right. Taxation's not theft because it's extortion fine extortion's a form of theft right Uh, i don't know technically i mean it's take it's taking something that doesn't belong to you sounds Um, like theft but it sounds like it sounds very much like theft okay so it's a particular form of theft Mm. is the uh claim Mm -hmm. so my claim would be that at some point when you know how the system works, it no longer is theft. That something happens, right? And then you react to it, and then it happens again, and you react to it, and it happens again, you react. Pretty soon, this is just how life is. Mm. And our whole lives taxation's been a thing. Let's talk about income tax to make it easy so we don't move the goalposts on each other. The United States federal government, whether by hook or crook, passes the 16th Amendment, mm-hmm. and we have income tax in this particular polygon on the map. And as long as we choose to stay on that polygon, we are opting into that system now when did we have a choice when do you have a choice yeah today i mean sure i can go start shooting cops well i wouldn't do that 
Well, I would that's just leave. the only way because oh. the bottom line is no matter where I go, some government is going to show up and want to take my stuff. And at that point, I either go to prison or die. So you would agree that less taxation is better than more okay, taxation. Answer right? me this. Say okay. you chained up a woman in your basement and you raped her every day. How long would you have to do that before it wasn't rape anymore? Yeah, Mark. It wouldn't be rape if she could leave. What if she said, right? Mark, like if she's that's like, not true. This is my basement! It's mine! Right? And then I come and do whatever weird-ass thing I do, and I show her, here's the deed. This is the price of the basement. <laughs> and she's like, no! No, it's mine! And I say, well, then there's the door, missy. And she says, I'm not leaving. It's you that sucks. And I do suck mm. if I do that kind of thing. Well, true. But you see, what what you're missing out is is some kind of moral equivalent of the Lockean proviso. Uh, do you know what the Lockean proviso is? I read, uh, what is Locke's book? Yeah, I'm, the I'm second sorry, treatise on government, which I assume his other book was the first treatise on government, but I haven't <laughs> read that one. Um but uh, chapter five of the second treatment, uh, second uh, treatise on government, he goes over homesteading rights. Okay, and he says that basically, although the the earth as a whole is the property of all mankind, okay. It is the right. I don't know how that works, but all right. Well, basically, uh, for for him, it was a God thing. For me, it's a nature thing. It, it comes down to the fact that I have a right to exist, and in, and having a right to exist Im- implies that I have a right to exist somewhere because you can't exist nowhere, even if you're nobody. Um, so. So, and then the other thing is, if I did not have a right to a place to exist, someone else would have to have a greater right to every place on Earth. And I don't know how they could prosecute that that offense. It is rightful and, in fact, that the United States owns the entire landmass known as the United States, and I disagree. Um, well, they certainly didn't homestead it, um, but the well, they kind of uh, did, and, and well, no, because they, they're not a person. Well, That's me, what it comes down to. So, so basically, let me, wait, 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 wait. Let this me is tell important. you a little bit. An accusation has been made. The same person, wait, wait, the same wait. group of people from back then, can't impose something on their children or their children's sure children. They no, they can't. So, that, that's never on, been a fact to contracts. Hold on. Okay. So. We know that groups of people can own things, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we would call a private city. You and I, Bonnie, we could go out and buy a car together. We don't have to be married to do it. We could just buy a car together. And then you have it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I have it on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And Sunday, we split it. Um, did you force her into that contract or did she consent to it? I, I'm trying to make okay, an ex- explanation that group ownership exists. And then we could say, look, we're going to give this car to whomever. But 
you're only allowed to buy gas from Shell. Uh, I think that's one of the gas companies. Yeah. And if they take the deal, they have to only buy gas from Shell. Now, that's our right. We didn't have to sell that car, and they didn't have to buy it. So I think this is one of the problems is that uh, deeds, deed writers is what they call that. In the case of a car, it's a title, but whatever. Um, a deed writer will pile up, and people can say a bunch of crazy things. Generally, they don't do that stuff, but that's the uh, that would be the premise that I would make. Mm-hmm. Okay, but well, here's here's my answer to that, and it, um, I I think it's I think it's kind of on the nose. So basically, Locke said that. Um, that although every every human has, has a right to part of the earth, a person nonetheless has the right to appropriate for his own private use a piece of the earth. Okay? And this is necessary for things like farming. You can't farm if just anybody can go wandering through your fields playing with their flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Okay? So so you have to be so you have to be able to do that. And he said, now how can you justify that? And his justification was that a man could morally appropriate to his own use a certain amount of land so long as as much and as good remains for others to do the same. Now, what we've got in the United States is uh, 545 people have claimed ownership of the entire United States. And I'll tell you how I arrived at that that number. There's 435 members of Congress. There's one president. There's nine people on the Supreme Court. And there are 100 senators. senators. Yeah. So that comes to 545. So they claim to own the entire landmass of the United States and all 320 million people who live there. They claim as slaves, as chattel, simply by virtue of their existing in the same country. And I say that is a pile of manure. Okay. I'm glad I didn't have to so, dump you. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, thank too. goodness he didn't. <laughs> right. So the United States has been in existence for 250 years. Now, I don't know what the period of time is that I don't have to return uh, property to someone who has had it stolen from them. But let's concede that much of the property that exists currently the real estate and that sort of thing has been stolen at some point. As a matter Uh of fact, I've got a gold tooth in my mouth and that gold tooth probably has a a single atom Uh of the gold that was in Solomon's, uh, you know, uh, treasure room. The Ark of the Covenant? Oh, okay. I don't know. Gold doesn't tend to float around in the atmosphere. I demand my gold. Uh, 603-283-6160 if you're um, calling on the phones um, I'll try to get to your to go screen your calls during the break don't go anywhere more free talk live is coming up 603-283-6160 
Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News Update. Multiple federal agencies are currently conducting investigations to ascertain whether Thursday's cell phone outages came from technical glitches or were part of a cyber attack. According to ABC News, among the agencies involved in determining the cause are the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. Mortgage rates have climbed for a third consecutive week. According to Freddie Mac's data, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged 6.9% this week, marking an increase from just under 6.8% the previous week. A storm is anticipated to impact the Northeast, bringing rain and potential snowfall. Meteorologists predict that the system, which crossed the Midwest on Thursday, will progress eastward throughout Friday. While the East Coast is projected to receive primarily rain, northern New England may experience some significant snowfall. John Schaefer, USA News. Have you ever watched a video on the Internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. 
Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. is the phone number here. That's 603-283-6160. And I would like to thank Milmer, Milmer, not sure exactly how to say that name. Milmer is in Amplifier with us. And that means that Milmer joined the AMPS program at amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. And you can visit that link if you'd like to learn more about the Amplifier program. That means that Millenburg is helping to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. And I would just like to thank them so much for being a member with us. And you can learn more at amps.freetalklive.com. With you tonight on Free Talk Live in the studio, you've got me, Bonnie. Nobody. Wait, I think I had you muted. Ah, that's nobody could hear me. Uh, nobody. Sorry, I <laughs> mixed up which camera you were on. Okay, and we also have remotely. This is a microphone. Yeah. Dang it, microphone. <laughs> Mark in Florida. So let's go straight to the phones. I think we have Skeeter on the line. Skeeter in California. What's on your mind? Yeah, Mark's correct on both points. Uh, first, taxation isn't theft. And How do you do feel, Mark? And you have a right to land. Huh? I, I'd like to take credit for uh, him agreeing with a lot of the arguments. I it has nothing make. to do with you. Mark wants to be a dictator <laughs> on an island, so he is coming up with his excuses. Mm-hmm. Well, they, the, <laughs> the, 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 Lock, the Lockean proviso allows that. Provided you don't try and claim the whole damn world, Hmm. which is what this tiny cabal of masters has done. No, that's not what the Lockean proviso uh, says. I think libertarianism translated is that you have to homestead, you have to protect it, which is a valid form of homesteading, which mm-hmm. national defense does. The collect this, it's not a group. Of uh, national people. defense just, only defends the group of the slave owners on their slaves. That's what national defense they're means. Not, they're not slave owners when you can leave, right? They give you can seastead. Even. Well, for one thing, if I leave, they don't release their claim on me. Hmm. They still claim the right to rob me blind if I leave the country because I've finally had my fill of abuse from that, these rat bastards. No, Renunda- It's a very good point. I'll address it once Skeeter's off the air. Okay. Uh, Skeeter, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, renunciation relieves you the duty of paying taxes. I have no that duty to pay taxes. If, if you right. want me to pay for the murder of a million Iraqis, you need to give me a good reason they need to be killed and why it's in my interest to pay for it. 
you can't you can't associate yourself with the people that support the system by trading with them. That's what you're doing, even though you don't. I can trade with anybody I don't I want to trade with, and it has absolutely no effect on my moral status. It doesn't make any sense to act like that is the same thing as signing a contract saying that you will pay money to these people. It's like people act like like you know contracts exist in implicitly that like that nobody yeah, living in a place well, is implicitly agreeing to things that are very explicit and that's exactly what spooner points out when he says that government is in reality formed by the few and they simply assume the consent of all others when no such consent has been given or even requested Mark has given, explained the conditions of, of an explicit contract. The rules are known. You're allowed to leave. And, you and go where? Keep accepting the public goods that they provide Ooh. by staying here. You acquired whatever land you are on now through the system. The system liberated that land. They protect that land with natural I don't own the land Why I'm on now. Why did they liberate it? What is that even supposed to mean? The guise of natural-born citizenship. Well, a citizen is someone who owed, who owes a uh, a duty of allegiance in return for a duty of protection. Right. And the Supreme Court has ruled repeatedly that the government has no obligation to protect me. No. Therefore, I am not a citizen. Yes. That is actually the case. So if he's going to say that's not the case, what do you have to he say? He can to say that? it. He, what do you have to say to that, Skeeter? interpretation of that law. It's not a law. They have a duty to protect you. It's just that you cannot sue. They're not liable for anything that happens to any particular citizen. They don't that's have a duty to actually protect you, Skeeter. If you've ever looked into it at all, the cops do not actually have yes. to act on your behalf, even if they're watching you get murdered or they have the ability to prevent it. They don't have to do that. And you know what another word for duty is? Liability. Why do you just talk through other people talking, Skeeter? Like, obviously, you're not internalizing anything. You already have a stupid opinion. You're stupid, <laughs> and you don't actually want to change your mind. It's like, do you want to have a conversation, or do you want to yell autistically at us? I do. I just can't. I just can't debate two people at a time when two people are taking two-thirds of the time. That's not fair. It is fair because two people taking two-thirds out of three? That seems reasonable. You opted into this system by making a phone call. Right. No, but if you guys have intellectual integrity, that's all I'm saying. So you're not going to okay, answer what so. I said about the cops? That is the definition of not having duty to respond to, um, you know, protect you. It's just, it's not that they're not going to protect you. It's that just that they. It's can't not be that they're not going to either. That happens if they fail to. Not just that. Well, they so far, have... they've protected me twice, and both times they did it by throwing me in prison, <laughs> and I can do without any further protection <laughs> from these rap bastards. Yeah, protecting you. You're taking for granted the fact that you're not in Ukraine's or Taiwan's position where you're shaking your boots, worried about being invaded. And I, I got invaded yeah, two years ago. They drove ass. a tank into my house. And guess what? The Ukrainians didn't show up to help. Yeah. Because you violated the law set forth that you know are you're breaking. Rightful liberty is unlimited action according to your will, bounded only by the equal rights of others. I do not add within the limits of the law, because the law is often but the tyrant's will, and always so when it violates the rights of the uh, of the individual. And before, wait, Skeeter, wait, before you respond to what he just said, let me tell you, I was never accused yeah. of anything, and I had my 
I had the exact same thing happen to me that happened to nobody. My house was invaded. My dog's life was threatened. I had to walk in glass. I was told to go outside naked. Like, if you don't know all that story, you can go to thecrypto6.com. But you could make the stupid argument that's stupid, that nobody, quote, broke the law, and that's why they invaded his house. But what do you have to say to me and Matt Roach? Well, I just made a law saying I can kill you anytime I want to. So you're toast. Yeah, yes. go ahead and respond. Oh, and then ta- can I ask you, Bonnie? In Antapistan, if I'm living in my mom's basement, can I can I break her rules? Did you and not? Say, a- an- that's not answering my question. I didn't break a rule. It's an, it's so an, it's analogous, right? No, it's not because I was Am never I- accused of a crime. Do you even know what you're talking about before like making a statement about it? Nobody was accused of crime. Yes. That doesn't make what I wasn't accused house- of a crime. I was accused of doing something the banks didn't like. Yeah, right, but so the, you could make that dumb argument to nobody, but you'd be wrong. But how the heck can you say it's fine that my house was invaded and my sleep was disrupted and my feet were cut up with glass? I don't know the particulars of what happened. Uh, I was not case, accused of a crime, but I was held for two hours in a uh, police cruiser with glass in my feet because they made me walk into glass and put boots on that were filled with gla- glass. You can go to the crypto6.com. Maybe you shouldn't make statements about stuff that you don't know what you're talking about. People get their, people get killed in raids that have nothing to do with them. What? Like, for instance, you have recourse if they broke constitutional, your constitutional rights. Yeah, we can get, we can take them to court and be told they're immune. Right. Can you tell me where I can find a lawyer that'll do this, Skeeter? Because I'd love to. So, so I don't know. I don't even know what she's referring to. I don't know what happened. Then you shouldn't talk about it. That's the thing. Like you said, you did already bring it up. No, or you acted like you knew about it. Nobody said that they invaded his house, and you said about the laws of the nation. I'm not talking about. And I'm just telling you, it doesn't have to be particularly about me. But sometimes somebody breaks a law, and somebody who's not involved at all is in that house, and they might even have the wrong address. And the government will invade their house and threaten to kill them, and sometimes actually kill them. Well, well, I think they're liable to some extent, but if you don't like the laws, it's. It's there, right? It's there for you to research and know, right? If they break laws, mm-hmm. they're liable. They pay so, out so basically, slavery is okay so long as you put it in a book. The, and it's not necessarily there for me to know. There's no, nothing written down anywhere that I could have looked up and been like, oh, at any point they can invade my house if they're, they're, you're just stupid. Well, the jury found Ian guilty because he knew the law. That was part yeah. of the whole thing. It's like, he knows the law because he's trying to break it. What? I, I just, I feel like we're just kind of, um, at this point. We I could call it sadistic equine necrophilia, but that would be beating a dead horse. <laughs> I have nothing else really to uh, say to Skeeter because I feel like he's just, he, he always talks about stuff that he doesn't know what he's talking about. But I feel like Mark had a point he wanted to make about something that Skeeter had to say when he was gone. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Skeeter. Uh, what'd you have to say about it, Mark? <laughs> I guess I should have written that down, uh, Rich. Uh, what, whatever it was that. Oh, I was making the. He was making the point about uh, tax and having to pay outside the United States. I'm not going to defend that. I, I'm. I'm not. Like there is no defense for the United States government claiming the fruits of the labor of someone who is outside of its jurisdiction. But I will say this. Most governments don't do it. So it's different to say the United States federal government. So like this is sort of one aspect that I would prefer not to argue. 
Um, I will make this point, though. Income tax on specifically on income, not on interest and dividends, not on capital gains, not on probably other stuff, uh, Social Security. You have to, I think you have to make more than $125,000 per year for a single individual for the income tax to kick in. Oh, good God, no. It's more like 20. No, um, the outside of the United States. Oh. Yeah. So there's a point to be made, but most people don't care because it only affects what they call rich people. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well yeah, the people. income tax to me is, is one of the most egregious taxes because basically what it's saying is if you won't pay for us to commit our mass murder sprees, we're going to starve you to death by forbidding you to work or we'll throw you in prison and torture you to death. I don't like it. I, I, that, there's nothing I like uh, about that, this. That, that's I like saying say, you don't like you having an atomic leave. bomb dropped on you. It's just good God. There's no atomic know. bombs falling in Central America, and the ticket is $89, Rich. And yet, I then go down and become the property of another government. Not really. Yeah. Getting to be I mean, I've done it getting a different master doesn't make you less of a slave. Isn't isn't it the case, Mark, that you are still now the property of the Honduran government? It's just that they kind of leave you alone. So who cares? That that's your argument, right? Or is it that it's just a different system altogether, and you're not their property? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that if they leave me alone, it doesn't matter that they leave me alone because they might not right. leave me alone. I, that well, is I'm correct. Asking, I'm they asking. might not leave me alone, in which case mm-hmm. I could leave. Like if one day the well, United States As soon States as somebody government... tells me they reserve the right to murder me, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee I won't kill them in their sleep to make sure that doesn't happen. Rich, I got no <laughs> problems with revolution. That's the game the government plays. The government got into the business of shooting the last people so that they could take it over. I don't have a problem with it. But you don't have what a problem I'm saying you is, is that some point you opt in by staying. I think that being against violence means that you have no other recourse because I don't want to kill jo- Joe Biden. And so I what am I supposed do, to but... do? I am <laughs> a- against violence even if I would be in the right. It's still violence to me, and I don't want that on my eternal soul's consciousness. I don't want the violence either. I feel the same way. That's why I left. Now, personally, the reason I left was this. I don't want to pay income tax to an organization that is going to drop million-dollar bombs on $10 tents. And if I go and pay tax in some other place, some other jurisdiction, they might be corrupt. And they might be nepotistic, but they're but not they get cheaper just bombs. killing people. Well, <laughs> they, they can't even keep a plane flying, the uh, Honduran military. The you Honduran? don't need one. You can throw bombs by hand. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Colombian president, he is a murderer, like an actual murderer. Like it's okay. known. That's Every crazy. president is a murderer. <laughs> Barack Obama fired more cruise missiles than all other Peace Prize winners combined. Yeah. <laughs> and George Bush alone 
was responsible for a million murders in 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 Iraq and people can't wrap their mind around what that really means well let's let's look at it this way the united states government has about a million and a half jackbooted thugs between police and uh, and soldiers at all levels. There are 320 million Americans, so let's round that down and say that there's one jackbooted thug for every 200 Americans. Okay? That makes them one half of 1%. Okay, but this one half of one percent murdered a million people in Iraq alone, which is more people than the entire rest of the population. Ninety nine point five percent will kill over the course of the next 60 years if averages hold. That's frightening. I I know why they want to take our guns is because we're not using them. That's really creepy <laughs> to think of. It's just like war is obviously just some kind of satanic ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, satanic ritual, like a blood ritual. And they didn't even prosecute that guy. They're prosecuting Trump for getting elected without a license, <laughs> who was actually one of the least murderous presidents in my lifetime. I've looked into it. Um, I got a chance to look at the... Uh, sort of like how many bombs were dropped from drones under Trump, and it actually went up under Trump. Now, we don't know if they fell on people, but what Trump did was sort of say, look, I don't want to deal with this. I don't like the killing thing. I'm going to leave it to you generals. And I still think that makes him responsible. Again, Mm. uh, if I had to pick between the two crooked old perverts and I sold my vote, for a tax break and i'm happy for it but the uh basically i would take trump you know if i had to make a choice but i just want to make that clear rich Mm. i mean there is a way that you could that, that you could have a system very similar to this and all you would have to do is pay the dissenters until they say okay fine hmm you know one thing that i think of though um on the same subject but different is I don't know that I would call George Bush a murderer for all of those millions. I think that the people who did it are the murderers and he is a disgusting manipulator and a freak. Mm -hmm. George Bush has obviously done something wrong but I don't know what it is. He didn't personally murder the people and the people like that you know the the military members who went to Iraq are are murderers they and the ones that murdered people are murderers mm-hmm. so i just i don't know what i would call george bush but i mm-hmm. unless i know that he's murdered well, someone i don't want to call him a murderer and it's been this topic on my mind recently bobby uh bobby Searle of the uh i i think i'm pronouncing his name right of the uh black panthers made uh made the comment that a cop is just a gun in the hand of the system. So to me, the fact that the weapon George Bush chose was a psychopathic soldier or a psychopathic general or some other nutcase doesn't relieve him of responsibility for the act because he commanded it and he did cause it to happen. A gun couldn't fire on its own. So it is a human being. You can't just take away the freakish... Uh, military member, psychopath, um, 
mindless drone. You can't take away his um, ability to act on his own. Like, he did that. Yeah, well, criminal liability is generally considered, and this is true under common law also, uh, the words that they use are joint and several. Okay, so basically, if you and I moved into an apartment, um, which, you know, obviously not going to happen. But in anyway, the ghetto of Keene, in the it, second in, in, most in ghetto the of Keene. In the Keene ghetto, and we were both on the lease, mm-hmm. and we failed to pay the rent, um, and we left owing them $2,000. That debt is joint and several. That means that it can be, they could collect $2,000 from one of us, Maybe one of us has $2,000 and the other one doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. They could collect $1,000 from each of us. Um, but basically, the, uh, the, the liability exists for both. The fact that I, the fact that I, I consider George Bush to be, uh, to be a murderer or at the very least conspiracy to commit murder. Um, mm-hmm. might be, might be what he would be charged with. Um, but un, under, under the model, modern system, but that's effectively charging him, charging him with, with murder because generally the, the penalties for conspiracy to do a thing are the same as the penalties for actually doing that thing. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, at, at that point, you're kind of getting getting into into minutia, so I'm not. I'm probably not gonna gonna argue argue that that hard. But even so, the the fact that the the one the the, the one half of one percent that committed more murders than the other ninety nine point five percent will commit in sixty years is the ones. They're the ones who say we can't be trusted with firearms. That's frightening. Yeah. Because as as my uh, as my uh, as my Rasta friend used to say, when crazy white people tell you you don't need a gun, you need a gun. Hmm. <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. What, no matter what race they are. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't limit it it's to just funny that to way, race. Yeah. But it's funnier what, the way he says. Yeah. <laughs> And from his perspective, I can certainly understand. I mean, if if I'd run into Malcolm X before uh, before he went to Mecca and he had his transformation, he, he was still calling white people white devils, hmm. and and he'd said, "I hate your kind, white devils." I I would have kind of had to say, "Well, I can see why you would." Hmm. <laughs> well, um, white devil Mark, are you going to allow guns if you get full control of your island? Well, I'm never going to get full control of, of this island. It's not even my goal. Okay. However, what I would say is is that I prefer to live in places where a gun isn't necessary. Hmm. Now, I think every, everybody should have them in their home, and I think that makes for a, basically a militia. But carrying them around while you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, what is this, Magnum P.I.? Come on, guys. I kind of like it. It makes me feel safe when there's a bunch of people. I like the big mustache that he's got. Well, that's, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm a great believer in in open carry, and and it's not the tactic. Tactically, it's not the safest thing to do because the risk in open carry is if somebody's if you're in the bank and you're open carrying, and somebody's really dedicated to the proposition he's going to rob that bank right now, uh, then what he does is he walks up behind you and caps you in the back of the head before you know what's going on. Right, that's what scares me. And then... 
Uh, but the thing is, I was willing to take that risk because it was important to me uh, to be an ambassador specifically because our right is under threat. That's one thing I like about the people that open carry. I wouldn't do it because, for one thing, I find myself too. I don't know what to say. It's not airheaded. It's that I am too. I'm too distracted. I'm too like ADHD to be walking around with a gun at all. So I don't want to walk around with a gun, but I like it when I see people that um, are very well trained and stuff walking around with a gun. Like it makes me feel safer. And there are definitely like blue haired crazies out there that are, that will freak out and say that they feel unsafe if they see it. Well, that just means you should carry a gun too, lady. You know, I, one of my favorite experiences when I was open carrying was in Manchester. And I, I, I open carried everywhere I went. I, I carried a 357 on my hip. I, I think one person told me not to come back. And that's how I tease that story. Yeah, I was going to say, you should finish that story. More Free Talk Live coming up. 603-283-6160 is the phone number here if you would like to get in on the conversation with Mark Nobody and me, Bonnie. 603-283-6160. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. And priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk... They hear you. 